3: A Dad's Net original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads Podcast. (laughs)
2: This is Loose Dads from the dad's Net It's a podcast where four dads sit around and have a bit of a chat about dad things. Joining me on the panel today, in terms of what they would be if they were drinks, we've got Sparky, he'd be uh, Coca-Cola, he's bubbly, he's effervescent, hey. and that's a hey. difficult <laughs> word to say. <laughs> nice. I'll take it. We've got Brad. He's Lemon Fanta because he's a little bit exotic and there's no more exotic drink than Lemon Fanta. (laughs) And and, and he comes off a little bitter. Well, it wasn't for me to say. (laughs) I was talking about when you go on holiday, you think, whoa, Lemon Fanta, but it never tastes the same when you get back home. That's why. It's the taste of holiday, the taste of somewhere else. So true. And that's what we get from Brad. Nice. And, uh we've got jack as well jack you would be some craft lager because you are the archetypal hipster So there you <laughs> <go>. <laughs>
3: somebody order I'm... a quinoa
2: salad <laughs> <laughs> i'm jim i'd be a cup of tea because i'm much classier than the other three yay <laughs> Any? on the show today we are doing under overrated is where i'm in the hot, in the hot seat and uh, the other three fire things at me and have to say whether they're underrated or overrated we've got a big question of the week from eli from one of the dad's net groups on facebook he says this has anyone any kind of discipline hacks or tips and we'll be looking inside the news to find out how that affects dads as well. But let's play under overrated. Under. Over. Under. under. Over. Under. Over. Rated. So here we are. This is under overrated. I'm in the hot seat. Different one of us in the hot seat every week and the others just fire things at us and we have to say whether they're underrated or overrated. It can be an object, an event, a person, it could be whatever people want.
3: So um I'm ready you ready Um, Jim I feel like we should say if people disagree or get frustrated by our overrated underrated they can get in contact on our Loose Dads Facebook page uh, which you can find on Facebook
2: it's a great way anyone can join in and pitch in and say any weird stuff they want and we've seen that Um, yeah yeah, um,
3: but we're happy for everyone that comments on our page so you know where to find us on Facebook okay um, who's going first then for Jim Oh, you wanted to move on to your right? <laughs> Nothing to see here, guys. If you want to hear it or you want to read it, you know what to do. Follow the Facebook page. <laughs>
2: All right, then. Come on, then. Jack, give me something. Okay. I'll tell you whether
3: it's underrated or overrated. Okay, I'm going to start
4: with red meat.
2: It's... I tell you what, it's overrated. Right? Oh. No, I like it. And I do like it. I like uh, a good steak. You know, I like a bit of bacon and stuff. But you can't have too many in a row, surely. My dad eats red meat all the time. And if I have, like, maybe two meals close-ish together that's red meat, I'm a bit like, I can't move for another one. So (laughs) it's good, but I think it's overrated. Oh, man.
3: No. I mean, Brad, what? No, you're not. The South African can't be agreeing with Jim.
0: Like, (laughs) (laughs) no,
1: no. Uh, Surely
0: not. Um... I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence because uh, the guilt part of you of like what we're doing to animals is like, yeah, it's overrated. We should slow down. We should consume less. But then when I tuck into a good ribeye, um, yeah. that all goes so, out the window. So, so
4: sorry, do you do you only get that
0: guilt with red meat? <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Someone chickens. had an agenda when yeah. they asked this, if was, um, this overrated or underrated, yeah, yeah. didn't to, they? To, to, to be honest, dude, like chickens barely ever cross my thought process. <laughs> oh, we've, this is too raw for me because... Uh, hey. 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 hey, You like it blue, um, do you, Jim? I, 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 th- with, I think the comments are a bit foul, really. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but genuinely, we, uh, we've we got some friends, they keep chickens and we had to go and look after them while they were on holiday. And then I gave the kids roast chicken
0: yesterday oh. and they refused refuse to eat it because they've fallen in love with the chickens oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but you see that's why uh, being a farmer that's why Jack is like you know being on the farmlands yeah. out in Sh- the sticks show him where it's from yeah, <laughs> this is where that potato came from. <laughs>
4: no the man. The
2: vegan farmer isn't a TV series. It really should be, yeah. and we're going to pitch it for you. You should be doing.
3: That. I'd watch. I'm sorry, boys. I completely disagree with you both. Like, I mean, yeah, we do have to think about how much red meat we are consuming, right? Let's. Okay, I'll I'll hear you on that, but. You obviously aren't cooking your steaks properly if you don't think they're, um, if you think they're overrated, because... No, it's, what, what, I'm not bothered about the animals. <laughs> <to
2: be honest. laughs> like we're talking flavour here, guys. I mean, I I'm not bothered about flavor. my gut. I would like a steak every
3: so often. Brilliant.
2: Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. want it every day. Uh, yeah. Okay.
3: All right. Okay. But roast beef and Yorkshire pudding also comes into the red meat category and that's the best roast dinner you can have, so... It is. But you wouldn't want it every day, would you? Ooh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) If I could be arsed to (laughs) cook (laughs) it!
2: Right, Sparky, go on then. Okay, um, right. Hot tubs. Overrated. Yeah. Having said that, never been in one. But Uh, Sorry, what? uh, Never been in a hot tub. At all? Ever?
0: No. Never! No,
2: right. I mean, that's not like an unusual thing, is it? Oh, I Guys, think it's quite who, who's, unusual.
0: Who's who's going to call Guinness Book of Records here? Because <laughs> like, this that, is like, ridiculous.
3: <laughs> no, seriously though, mate. Like, not even like a, a swimming pool or or anything. You know, like I, mean, I suppose a hot. You're specifically thinking garden hot tubs, like that's what I'm. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm asking. thinking. Okay. I've been in like a, one of those
2: warm pools in a swimming pool, but that's not really the <laughs> kind of. Like, you know, a little bit of a jacuzzi thing you never know when it's going to go off and it's quite a surprise when it just, does oh
3: man so true and then you just sit there awkwardly with somebody else you don't know in still water and it feels weird. <laughs> do, I, do i have to say can't wait for the bubbles
2: <laughs> 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 come on start please but no those those ideas like hot tubs you have at your home so they just strike me as being
4: a bit icky i don't know
3: why yeah.
2: <laughs> They are itchy, it's aren't your it?
3: opinion jim it's fine to say it mate you know like, it's, it's, it's
4: a lot of people's bums washing all in the same
0: water isn't it oh, y- yeah.
3: yeah everybody's what's suit. the
4: circulation
2: like
0: i yeah. don't know i mean i've not seen them so i don't know what the circulation okay like. okay we just reverse back to the fact that he'd used the word icky to describe (laughs) that situation (laughs) it
2: gives them the ick perfectly legitimate word
3: (laughs) Brad surely you've got um, a hot tub worked into your extension and work like
0: thought about it but yeah I kind of agree Uh, like I've been in a good few and I do think they're overrated
2: yeah. Okay. Uh, Jack Now I'm gonna have to give it a go because I didn't realise it was so unusual that I hadn't been in a hot tub. It okay. is pretty like, cool. Yeah. The looks on your faces when I said it, it was like <laughs> I talked about how i just pushed an old lady into the road
3: or something. <laughs> Come on, Jim, it's twenty twenty one. You need to get in a hot tub, mate. Have they not made it up north yet? Like surely It's too cold to be outside.
4: Jim, I think the doesn't the founder of Dads Nair have a hot tub. You're in with him, aren't you? What? Oh. Hey. <laughs>
2: what? In the hot tub In the it? hot tub Maybe with him, yeah. We <laughs> well, we'll find <laughs> out if he gets that promotion or not, <laughs> <laughs> won't we? Exactly. That's how you got
4: this gig. If that
2: work keeps coming in, that
4: sweet, sweet <laughs> dad's <dance> network. <laughs> the 27
2: pence you get paid to do this, yes. yes. <laughs> and what? that's because I'm the
0: host. I know you're all on 25.
2: All right. Uh, right, Brad, go on then. Throw something at me.
0: All right. Uh, Jack you're not allowed to answer this right. the queen
2: the queen
0: ooh, 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 ooh. Went, man. how can I put this look I don't want to be rude to a
2: very old lady Okay. Ooh. I think
0: so then, then don't address Sparky when you when you reply <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure she's lovely but the the post
2: of the queen is overrated as far as I'm concerned no. there's a lot of money being spent over there on palaces and jewels and stuff like that that could probably be best put somewhere else and yeah. we could still be respectful to a 95 year old lady or however
4: so you
2: dehumanised
4: yes. it you dehumanised it I wanted you to come in with Queen's a bitch, move on.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Well, there's the title of the show this week, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack, go on then, throw something else at me. Uh, okay, uh, Gino DeCampo.
3: Oh, oh overrated. <laughs> Just how annoying is that man? Mate, he said the funniest thing on telly. If my nan had wheels, she'd be a bike. Like that's the funniest thing I've ever heard on TV. When Holly and Phil couldn't, couldn't stop laughing, man. I genuinely uh, find it really funny. <laughs> no, I do. it doesn't make no,
2: it doesn't make up for it. But it would, whose house did he rob yeah, when he was Yeah, he's a criminal. What? That's when the was... bit though. I oh, sorry, what? He robbed, he robbed someone's house. Someone. Oh, who was it? Is it like Tony Hadley or someone like that <laughs> Yeah, he robbed his house? Someone from an old was, band. Yeah, he did. Was it? I'm going to
0: Google this. Oh, because man.
2: I couldn't believe it. I heard it and I thought someone was winding me up. I thought it was some kind
0: of joke. At isn't uh, isn't Tony Hadley from Spandau Ballet?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, like he'd done over it. Yeah. I mean, this is a reminder, though, to anybody that you can really turn your life around whatever situation you're <laughs> yeah. in. Uh, yeah. Get caught robbing famous people's houses Become famous That was Paul Young Paul Young Oh man Paul Young All them Grammys
4: That's
3: mad So
2: in a way That's kind of interesting At least he's got an interesting
4: story But he is still overrated Hey he's underrated then in my eyes I didn't even know that about him Are you in the big chair of underrated overrated?
2: No I'll zip it Sparky go on
3: I'll go on then WWE wrestling Oh, overrated. Move oh, on. Oh man! Brad, yeah. No, come on! <laughs> come on. Know you're rolling. Respect wrestling, man. Like, <laughs> what a load of old nonsense! What? Come on! No, who's you're your favourite man,
2: Sparky?
4: Go- no one.
3: What?
2: Oh. <laughs> a Child! <laughs> I
4: don't
3: know Wait, who ask, he is. I don't ask,
4: know who no one is. Ask me that question, Sparky.
3: Jack, who's your favourite wrestler? It doesn't matter who your favourite wrestler is. (laughs) Someone here knows how to drink some cold beers and listen to some WWF attitude. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Jim. Jim.
2: While you're all sitting in your hot tubs watching Men in Lycra, (laughs) right? (laughs) You're up north being a man, a real man. A bloody bloke. That's I, I, mean, Drink, I think that's coming
0: through. Drinking his tea.
2: Yes, and a lovely cup of tea. Like a man. Not robbing any '80s pop stars' houses. None of them. Brad, what's the next thing? Uh, donuts. Underrated. Nice. Donuts are a, they're a great snack. hard nice. agree. My daughter, who loves every sweet thing in the world, dislikes donuts, and I don't really understand why. It's an anomaly because she is just like she's got the sweetest tooth, but for some reason she's decided she doesn't like donuts. So more for
0: me, so well, that works out yes, nice. Hey, winner. Winner. winner, winner, not a chicken dinner. Is that okay, Jack? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a <chicken at>
2: <laughs> winner, winner, cuss, cuss dinner. <laughs> mm. Cuss, cuss, mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet On the way we'll be looking inside the news Finding out what's the big stories that affect dads In the news this week I'm going to get that
0: tattoo gonna <laughs> 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 win that Chris dinner <laughs>
2: This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. It's me, it's Sparky, Jack and Brad. And if you want to uh, have a word with us at any point, comment on the show, ask us anything, get onto the Loose Dads Facebook group. Just search Loose Dads Podcast on your Facebook app and you will find it there. Time to look inside the news now. And the big story of the week is the further ending of restrictions in England uh, for a coronavirus. I know they're changing in other parts of the UK as well, but the one really that's um, kind of piqued my interest is is England, because that's where I live. (laughs) Uh, And on Monday, the 17th of May... There'll be things like you're able to eat inside in restaurants, but the big thing they've got done, and this is typical of how they've run this whole thing throughout coronavirus is to go, you can hug people, but don't hug people. You can do it, but don't do it. Eat out to help out, but don't eat out to help out, but do, but don't. Meet up for Christmas, don't meet up for Christmas. That's how they kind of do it. And now they've, they've talked about how you can hug people, but it's up to you and you need to cautiously cuddle. That's the phrase hey. that he's going to be. At the end of this year, you know, when they do the new new words that have been in the dictionary this year, cautiously cuddle is going to be in there. It sounds like the name of a, an 80s electro-pop band from Sheffield who toured with the Human League or something. <laughs> <laughs> so is anyone looking forward to cautiously cuddling? Brad, how about you? Are you? Have you got
0: people you're going to cautiously cuddle? A list of them? I've kind of always been tuddling people <laughs> I right <laughs> i didn't i didn't know that this was like i a- didn't know it
4: was a rule <laughs> like I, I knew it was a rule in terms of like don't go in the street and hug a stranger yeah
0: yeah which but is like if someone's in your child
4: <laughs> <laughs> but if someone's in your child care bubble or something like that yeah i yeah. didn't well that's i
2: it, never but, really you know thought about it th- yeah. there are going to be lots of other people who aren't i mean yeah if they're in the child care bubble to be honest Realistically, spitting each other's if, mouths, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because you, if, if someone's going to get what do you do with your mother in law? Oh, gonna... <laughs> uh, gosh, <laughs> but Blimey. you know, there's lots of people I imagine who you'd quite like to give a hug to that aren't in your childcare bubble, Jack. Are
4: there? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 but the wife would crown on it. <laughs> I mean I don't think you can have only a wish list. Daddy, I think it has to be mutual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think it has to be
2: mutual. I think ah, you both yeah, need yeah, yeah. to want to, to caut- <laughs> cautiously cuddle with each other. Uh, Sparky, how
3: about you? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of with you guys. I I'm, I think I've cuddled the people I'm interested in cuddling. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, did, did you like did, did anyone know this was specifically set
4: out as a rule? Well, that yeah, you weren't I mean, allowed to cuddle people. The thing that yes,
2: gave you're meant yeah. to be 2 meters apart from people who aren't in your room. There were people table. on the telly that's, cuddling that's the in floor. like
3: shower curtains across a washing line, Jack. Like did you not see that? Yeah, but uh, do you watch the news?
2: <laughs>
3: I stopped. <laughs>
0: it's a bit depressing, isn't it? <laughs> I told you, don't don't ever watch the news, don't listen to the news. So I, I blame my ignorance on that.
2: Oh yeah. It's <laughs> I don't know, one of Brad's conspiracies. The news is there to send rays into your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the fact that they've said that you need to, if you're going to cuddle someone, don't do it face to face. You need to do it <laughs> back to face. Back. <laughs> face over each other's shoulders, which is great because it means we're all practicing to be baddies in soap operas because that's what they do, isn't it? Oh. They cuddle someone, they put their head over their shoulder and they pull
4: a face. Oh, great. <laughs> but, but, or, or but also, like who are you cuddling face to face? Like, who's not in your house? Yeah, I think that's you know? called, well, <laughs> isn't that
0: just called kissing? Like, I mean, is that not like a cuddle face to face? It's like I, when you're. Like, to, to, to me, that sounds like you know when
4: uh, you know you meet someone in a hallway and you go one way to go. move that way, and <laughs> they move the same way, and then you both move yeah. the other way. That, that's the only time I can see someone cuddling me face to face when you both, both go, go right, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then oh sorry, and you both go
2: left. <laughs> oh, a friend of mine had a good theory about that. That if you do that with someone, you wouldn't get on with that person because you, when you were walking together, when you thought right, they thought left, and it's just, his oh. idea was that that means you're not compatible.
0: But don't they say don't opposites know. attract, though? Well,
2: yes. I don't know. We need to do some kind of paid
0: sort of scientific input into this. You, don't you we? hear it that, does. Dad's Net? That's the next uh, That's the next uh, research you guys need to fund.
1: <laughs>
3: hey, mate, I mean, no, I'm if we're sure using budget, got- if we're using budget, we're buying Jim a hot tub. The poor man's never been in a hot tub. Come on, guys. Come
0: on. Um, going back to it, though, do you think <laughs> they mean that, um, like... Like, like there was an old tradition of, like, either when you meet someone, like, an old friend or whatever, you'd either handshake them or you give them a hug. Maybe that's what they mean, that, like... I,
4: but you weren't like, allowed to handshake either.
0: Yeah. So, so, I don't know. But, yes, that's well,
2: definitely we- what it means. What it means is you've not been able to get in close quarters, theoretically, with people not in your bubble, which aren't that many people. Yeah. That's your family and then maybe, like, one or two other people. Hmm. So, I mean, yeah, okay, fair enough if you don't want to hug anyone that isn't in that. But what about your good friends that you've not
4: seen for ages or whatever? Well, uh, yeah, I've not seen them because of Kobe. So Yeah. And the, so, I mean obviously really, So, I've not so really now you can cuddle them. Mm. All right. <laughs> but I have not seen them and not cuddled them.
3: Oh, Jack, it sounds you've like, not like not you've been breaking them because you've not seen them.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: This oh, is man. confusing. <laughs> I think you should I just remember stick
2: three, two, one—the quiz show where they used to have these really confusing clues. This is like this. I think, mate, you should
3: just stick to elbow bumping people. Like, I think that's the safest. That's, I a, sport
4: that's sport. what I do at basketball. I look real hey. cool. Real cool going down the court, bumping elbows.
3: That was
2: one of the one worst for you, adventures. One for you. Like, surely it was just easier to say, just don't go near someone, rather than you can elbow bump. I mean, it just, it's
3: like, you know, oh come on, Jim, it's cool. Like, it makes you feel cool. It's blokey. Yeah.
0: It's camaraderie. Come yeah. on. Or, or, but wasn't the other one? Or So you can like tap your feet. So you can... Yes, yes, it was. (laughs) That's even more ridiculous. But
4: do you you see what I mean? There's been quite a lot of shite around all of this and quite a lot of information and misinformation. And I just, I think I've been a little bit confused throughout the whole thing. Do you know what? The,
2: I, I, I think the way that the government's handled this has been completely terrible but I think one thing they were fairly certain was <laughs> two metres away from anyone <laughs> no, except no, no, in your bubble no, and no, that seems to be confusing
4: for you, no, Jack no, no. for I'm, me, I'm, I'm that's no. the most clear thing that Boris Johnson has ever, ever said <laughs> <laughs> I'm, stick- I'm sticking with my story I'm sticking with my story government made it too confusing <laughs> uh, Sparky, do you have a new story for
2: us? Uh,
3: yeah, I do, guys and if you've ever been concerned about a um, robot stealing your job uh fear, oh, no. not. fear not because um an actual real life robocop has been set up in america have you heard about this there's like a robot police officer that patrols a park uh, in california and it had to deal with its first
0: crime how do you think that went terribly <laughs> i think i think i think it got kicked and pushed over
3: Uh, I mean, it performed a little bit better than that. So this first altercation was it was to deal with was a an argument in a car park between two people, which broke out into a fight between two two women. And the robot uh, just patrolled around near the people and said, please keep. Huntington Park tidy, and just <laughs> gave a little warning, drove past them. And, and then, so then people started panicking because they're like, well, this, this is a police robot. It's a Robocop. It should be doing something. So there's something that you hit on the robot so it like would contact the police. You'd imagine like, you in case of emergency, you hit here, it's going off, send reinforcements. Well, it turns out, that's not connected to anything yet because it's on a trial <laughs> in a park. Uh, they ended up pressing the button on top of the robot, which then went through to the customer service centre of the people who created the robot. <laughs> so there's an emergency unfolding, someone bleeding in the car park, and the robot is just going, please keep Huntington Park tidy. And then they're on hold, waiting for a customer service rep, which then had to call the police. They're better off just picking up their phone and pressing 911.
0: But I mean, with it being America, I mean, like, I I kind of thought this might swing almost like Robocop where it'd be like, what was it, it? Please stand down or you, whatever. And then in Robocop, they, they somehow jacked it and it just ended up shooting up that whole boardroom of people. So I thought that's where the story was going. And, you know, America loves their guns. Yeah, so well, so
2: in many ways, it was a happy ending yeah. then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah they- in
0: fact, in fact, it was, yeah.
2: <laughs> they, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, when um, your algorithm is obviously telling you something about yourself Um, I was on Facebook Marketplace The other day And uh, it decided to show me Just a few miles down the road Someone was selling a life-size Robocop costume (laughs) For £1,400 Blimey Yeah
4: Blimey
3: and Jim, like real, look you look fantastic results. on Zoom <laughs> yeah. tonight, mate. Yeah. I'm glad you've worn it. It's worth every penny, pal.
2: <laughs> How many people do you think have messaged them and gone, I don't want to pay £1,400, but I'd buy that one for a dollar? <laughs> How many?
1: <laughs> uh,
4: Jack, what's your news story? Okay, it's a uh, headline from the Mirror. Mum's Fury as staff at Vegan Cafe eject family for bringing ham sandwich in. <laughs> <laughs> Anarchists! <laughs> I, th- I, thought uh, I thought I'd get your, your views on that, guys. So so the family went for a meal at a vegan restaurant or yeah, cafe. yeah, yeah, uh, And for some reason, took a ham sandwich with them and then were asked so to leave. Not- did they not think they'd be full up enough? Is that what it is? <laughs> they needed backup. They needed a bit of protein.
3: They needed some proper meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, who <laughs> takes food to a restaurant anyway? I was going to say, that's is kind that of
3: that like the thing one they're angry of the rules, is it? Yeah. yeah. Is it's, it no outside food to be eaten in here? Is that what they're angry about? Or is it the fact that it's a ham sandwich or a, a raw food's it's, welcome?
4: It's the ham sandwich, but it had been taken in for the kid. So, here we go. There's the parenting angle. Mm. Wood... Uh, I, I don't mean, even know what I don't even know what my question is like. Well, just what do you yeah. think? <laughs> no, but I think I, I mean I don't know if any of you have done it, but
2: I've taken separate food, food from when they've yeah. been like small yeah. children. Yeah, definitely. Because you know, there's not always going to be something on the menu there, and like no one's ever really minded. I mean, obviously, if you go into a vegan restaurant, you might have a little bit of sensitivity <laughs> about it, but also on the same page, the restaurant should probably have a bit of common sense going. It's not going to besmirched their whole establishment just because one child had a bit of ham sandwich. Yeah, Yeah, if you
3: kept it low-key, this is what I mean. I can't see what the problem is. And and here's, I mean, I don't want to upset anybody by saying this, but vegans eat around meat eaters all the time in meat restaurants. So why? I mean, I know it's a, you know what I mean? I know it's a vegan (laughs) place, but it's not like a, a holy crap i am
4: not being funny we know meat exists
3: exactly, like exactly. so if there's a kid eating it just be quiet and turn the other way for 5 minutes they'll be gone I'm, in a minute
4: as you saw as you say as long as he wasn't like As long as he didn't have a whole leg of ham out and he was slicing it after.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, have a lick. Come on, everyone, have a lick. You sure you don't want to try this? That's out of order. Ham for everyone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe asking those questions. I bet that you get asked the same questions all the time, do you, Jack? People must always ask the same questions about Mm -hmm. you being a vegan. Yeah, yeah. What sort of questions do they ask you Uh, all the time?
4: Do you you miss bacon? Uh, Do you miss meat? Um, How long are you going to be a vegan for? (laughs) <laughs> um yeah is this is this forever now or <laughs> uh, or will you go back um yeah a lot of do you miss it and a lot of when people are eating meat there's a lot of sort of like looking you in the eye as they bite into oh, a sausage man. or something and go huh I bet you wish you could eat this don't you and I'm like (laughs) no (laughs) I don't I won't
2: be cautiously cuddling you later (laughs) yeah so if the family were doing that like Which, I mean, it sounds like an amazing sort of cartoon family that have turned (laughs) up with the meat slapping all over the place. Milkshakes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Does anyone want some biltong? Like, it's really (laughs) on the ante. yes. Now you got me in it, Sparky. (laughs) You've done that. You've been inclusive there, Sparky. (laughs) I like it. That was cultural inclusivity. That's very good.
3: Unlike that restaurant, though, for non-vegans. So, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Hey, uh, Brad, what about them old uh, De Beers diamonds,
0: eh?
2: Brad, have you got a new story?
0: Yeah, I've got one. It's uh, pretty cool. It's a, um, a German scientist predicted that a man named Elon would lead humanity to Mars in a 1953 book. It's uh, recently been um, brought to our attention that uh, 70 years ago, a, a man named Elon. Not a man named Elon. Let's get that right. 70 years ago, uh, there was a scientist that predicted a man named Elon would lead humanity to Mars. Uh, The man's name was Wanner van Braun. um, And he prophesied that uh, someone called Elon would take us to Mars. And it appears that Elon is planning on trying to get someone to Mars by 2024. So currently, he is asking for... People to apply for this position, so I have signed up my kids, (laughs) and um, we'll see how that goes. (laughs)
2: It's really a South African show, (laughs) isn't it? It it really is.
0: (laughs) I mean, Elon's Elon's uh, like a really crazy South African. I'm just borderline crazy South African. So we're there. (laughs)
2: i like this um near where i live there's um mother shipton's cave and she was meant to be like a soothsayer back in the day and she's meant to have predicted all this stuff except most of it it's just not true she never said it it's all oh god what a load of shit. shit but it's brilliant and it's a really good tourist attraction and it's fun they've done lots with it but yeah it is based on the non-truth
3: <laughs> there <we go. laughs> well, there's lots of money to be made out of that mate after the newspapers
4: at the moment <laughs> but, but i feel like if you go back through enough enough ramblings of absolute lunatics you'll find some sort of Connection. scribble that connects to the present day and you could go oh
0: prophecy they predicted it well that's the thing with Nostradamus Nostradamus, isn't it like the guy made a bajillion predictions I mean a few of them are bound to come true and then everyone's like oh my god he predicted them you're like come on I mean I still want to know what that um, uh, cucumber has to say about this that woman and her cucumbers (laughs) oh
2: yeah that's going
0: back a bit isn't
2: it yeah what the predictive cucumber
4: for yeah, right on. it. One of Brad's stories. Oh, episode one know. of his hard hitting news
2: yeah. stories. Sorry, Brad, that yeah. one stuck with of- me,
3: mate. Obviously,
2: <laughs> get some out of the Financial Times, Sparky. I,
0: I know Sparky only cares about courgettes, but uh, there are <laughs> other vegetables, dude. <laughs>
2: Don't forget, you can watch Sparky the Urban Gardener on YouTube right now. Well, actually, once you finish listening to this, <laughs> so actually- on the way, we'll be answering a question from Eli from the Dad's Net group. It's all coming up on uh, Loose Dads from the Dad's Net.
4: Did you just forget the name of the podcast? Yep. yep completely. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my
3: name is Dad. Hello, my name is Dad Hello, my name is Dad Hello, my name used to be Jack
4: But now it's Dad Ah yes, that's right We used to have names
3: And identities outside of being just dads (laughs) It's coming back to me now I used to be really into going down the pub for a beer on the weekends. Oh, do you remember that? Oh. Oh. Just a distant memory now. Uh, which is why you might as
4: well check out the Hello My Name Is Dad range of merchandise from uh, dadsnet.shop. I've got uh, a trucker cap with it on and also a nice T-shirt
0: with it on. Fully branded, Jack. Oh, yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> when are the budgie smugglers coming out? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, you'd, uh, I don't think you'd be able to fit it all online uh, Could use Wait. it as a mask <laughs> No, hold on, I think I just made a small dick joke about myself <laughs>
3: hey, <laughs> Congratulations, you played yourself <laughs>
4: Jesus, man.
2: This is Lou Stads from the Dadsnet. And yes, if you were wondering, I did almost forget the name of the podcast earlier, as was pointed out during the break by everybody. Thank you. Uh, On the way, well, we're going to be talking about a question that's been set for us by a Dadsnet member, and this is The Big Question This Week. The Big Question of the Week. This comes from Eli in the Dad's Net group on Facebook. He wants to know the answer to this. Trying to get our daughter out of bed, dressed, fed in the morning to get to school without a meltdown and massify is becoming a big issue. Has anyone any kind of discipline hacks or tips? She's seven years old and just doesn't like school and we've looked into it and there doesn't seem to be any bullying or anything. She just isn't that into it. And I think lockdown has accentuated it. The rest of the time, she's a pretty good kid. So, I'm trying to canvas your thoughts on this one. I've got the opposite problem, uh, which is that the kids are up too early and I could do with them staying in bed a little bit longer. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know how helpful I'm going to be for Eli, (laughs) but uh, what are we thinking about this? Um, Jack, what do you think?
4: So, yeah, tricky again, because I don't have that problem. Only one of my kids is at nursery. The other one wakes up at, you know, six every morning on the dock wish he'd sleep a bit longer um but the three-year-old loves nursery so we don't really have that problem what we do tend to have problems with him not wanting to do stuff but giving him some control sort of alleviates his anxiety over that and i think i think that's what it boils down to with this is that especially with lockdown and all that sort of stuff kids are going to be in such a different place in their life from you know when they were at school pre all these lockdowns that it's only natural there's going to be a bit of social anxiety about going to school um you know and the kids might not realize that's what it is unless they're really in tune with their mental health which would probably be a bit odd for a seven-year-old but um (laughs) i i think it's trying to for us what works with jake when he's going through things like that is giving him control and it might just be over, over little things like uh, him helping make his lunch or dinner, or you know having an input into that. Obviously, uh, this girl can't choose what she wears to school because it's school and it's probably a uniform. But any any little bits of control you can give them help to alleviate the anxiety around other stuff, so that hopefully it's less of an issue. When it comes up, I don't know. That, that so, was just my thoughts on it, really. It
2: might be interesting then, maybe to um, maybe give her a clock uh, with an alarm on, so she yeah. has her own clocks and a great she show. can. Yeah. be an adult you know she does that kind of grown-up thing of um, of wanting to know what the time is telling the time and also that helps her learn as well secret learning yeah, always hey. the best <laughs> and um you know so she gets out of bed technically she thinks it's on her own terms it's not it's on the alarms terms obviously yeah. so maybe something like that. i think you're right actually there's something to be said about having that little bit of ownership about what you do It's you're not doing something because your parents are telling you to do it you're doing it because you're taking responsibility for yourself that's mm. um there's a lot to be said there. Uh, Brad, what do you think? Have you
0: had this problem with yours? Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, this is the part where I would suggest being, what's the old managerial expression, firm but fair. I think you've uh, you've got to set the boundaries with your kid and you've okay. got to stick with him. Um, kids generally don't like going to school. Uh, and you have to have a sit down conversation, explain the reasons why school is important But you also can't give in to the meltdowns that come your way. You've got to set the boundaries and you've got to stick to them. Um, And as hard as it is, you've kind of got to say to your kid, listen, there is no way around this. You're going to school. We can either make this an easy process or we can just have this fight every day. I think the more you try and converse with your kids and explain things to them, the more that they might start to learn and um, uh, behave in sort of that... um, manner of like a conversational manner with you rather than them just having a meltdown. Um, You can always do that whole approach of trying to understand the meltdown, talk it through. But at some point, you're going to have to move past that. And from my experience, it it eventually does roll down to, listen, school's happening. (laughs) Get your stuff in. The car's leaving in this time. If not, you're going to be the one that goes to your head teacher and (laughs) explains why you're late sort of thing. (laughs) Um, And uh, it, it is... It's, it's about also helping them understand accountability for their actions and, and my kids didn't like the idea of having to go to the head teacher and explain to them why they're late um, that I think for them they were like oh my word I do, okay alright fine I'll hurry
3: up um, like, full discipline. Like, uh, well, it's the responsibilities on you, not m- me and your mum. Like, yes. you will explain to your... You will explain yes, why we're yes. late. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's...
0: Yeah.
3: Like, good old... Fa- like, well, as you'd say, like, good old-fashioned old discipline fashion.
0: there, Brett. Good old-fashioned. <laughs> I, I,
3: I mean, <laughs> well, I, I think I, did, I... I think
4: I almost... There was something you said at the beginning that, you know, kids just don't like going to school. And I think I disagree with that. As as you say, it... it you know kids don't react to things in a vacuum you know there's context and there's all sorts of things there's there's a reason kids are acting like they are and behaving like they are it it's just hard bloody work getting to the bottom of what that is and what you can do yeah. um because yeah, i think because eli
2: is of is they've looked into the kind of bullying thing but mm. yeah but i think you're right aren't you but there's there's a whole spectrum of things that it could be and it could be just don't really like learning I find it boring or it could be just you know one of those things where people fall out with their friends it's not really bullying but there's like groups and or it could be something to do with the teacher it could be something else and I think that's the what you kind of need to know is is what it is what level of Concern is there because there's obviously something concerning her uh, about
3: school, yeah, and it I mean, could just be. We've just been on lockdown, though, like you said, and so she could just want to be at home. She's seven years old. Like, That's it. I mean, for me, uh, I, I mean, I don't I know. I, I don't know. I've got a like 18 month old, so I mean, I don't really know what advice I could give apart from. Incentify it, like maybe try that way. Like I feel like when my missus wants me to do something I don't want to do, she <laughs> makes it into a game, incentivizes it. Like so, oh. you know, hey guys, <laughs> you know, what, what, what kind it's of not game? That. It means <laughs> I get a nice dinner and stuff like that. Get your head out the gutter, Bradley. But um, <laughs> but what no, I mean, no, mean that is like like I like Jim's idea of like getting the clock and the alarm mm. and um and like <laughs> making a game. Say like if you're up and ready for school by eight o'clock, you've got your uniform on, you've made yourself breakfast or whatever level she's at whatever she's doing for herself, um, Eli. Um, and then to the end of the week, she's smashed that five days in a row, it off on a chart. When she gets there, I don't know, you take her out for a donut or an ice cream or
0: something that she loves, um, uh, uh, incentivize it. I, my, I, Is that naive? Is that my, my, my only caution about that is then you, you kind of stroke a bit of a thin line of teaching your kid that everything needs to be incentivized. So everything they do in life, they're expecting... Um, well, I like your firmness rather,
4: rather than doing it for the the actual reason that you. Yeah, so so. It, but it's, you it's know, good, I don't good. think
2: I'd be working if I wasn't getting
4: paid
0: though. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. So
3: in the in yeah, the end, but like, but, mm. but but
0: but if you if you vacuum at home, if if you were raised like that and you vacuumed or whatever, you'd expect this big song and parade because you've done a basic house choice uh, chore. That's what I'm saying is you just got to avoid getting your kids to a point where they're expecting a reward for everything that they do.
3: I hear you on that that's why I liked your bit that you said about um, like I like the bit you said about being firm like with your kid and saying like well no you need to know you've got to go to school and like you draw a line you set a boundary and you don't go over it and then as well if they don't meet the incentive then they they still don't get that treat like you need to be firm with it not like oh you'll get it anyway because you're crying Like,
4: okay okay two points one Jim wouldn't the world be better if we all worked for free and we all worked just for, you know, a harmonious community?
0: Pushing yeah. the well, vegan uh, card oh this week, oh, you are. Oh, he's, no. na- also, he's, also, he's a socialist now as well. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you smoked some organic see, Jack before coming on here tonight? <laughs> Jack,
2: that is what we're effectively doing on this podcast, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? So exactly, yeah,
0: exactly. Working for the community for
4: the greater good. I, I, <laughs> um, my, for I, free as well, I was hold, thinking. Hold on, hold, on.
0: <laughs> hold, hold on, Jack. I'll remember that next time we need your services for work.
4: Uh, no look I think that's the way society should be it's obviously not the way it is so I'm going to cash in on capitalism Uh, (laughs) uh, the other thing I wanted to say is uh, as we were talking about that sometimes the things that affect Jake are not things to do with nursery at all so if there's a day he doesn't want to go to nursery and he's kicking off it's not normally about nursery it's about home Um, you know if Jake doesn't want to go to bed if he's kicking off about that it's not about going to bed it's about something else if you think about it like I've got I've got weird issues with food if the kids are wasting food it makes me really cross like just eat your bloody dinner before you have pudding and that's you know that's obviously drilled into me somewhere that's a that's something from my childhood that I am now bringing to now and that disproportionate reaction comes from uh, something else in my life not from that moment and so it's quite possible that um with eli's daughter that that this has nothing to do with school and this is something else this is something home-based so so with jake quite often it'll be that he doesn't feel like he's had enough one-on-one time with me or with danny and and so he doesn't want to go to nursery because that means he definitely isn't going to get the one-on-one time he doesn't want to go to bed because that means there's no more one-on-one time you know uh, and so what we do when he starts doing that sort of stuff is i'll go play basketball with him or danny will take him for a, a coffee and a donut or something and and we we do what do they call it love bombing i think uh, just to put in a uh, wanky parenting term what? for you uh, <laughs> where well, you basically just say to them what like what do you want to do let's I'm, I'm going to spend this time with you one-on-one not with your siblings not like just with you uh, you know if you if you're in a couple and you're not a single parent it's easier to do obviously but um, uh, I appreciate I'm waffling a bit but my point is you've got to look at the entire wider context not just is she being bullied at school it, there might be another reason there might be another factor and so at that point just going well it's my way or the highway is you know, get in school or you get the back of my hand. um, That's not really going to help that problem.
0: Yeah, it is, because it gets them to school for six (laughs) hours and you don't have to deal with them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, bro.
2: (laughs) Just remember, if you are going to do what Jack says, uh, and someone's not in your bubble, then do please cautiously love bomb. Um, <laughs> I think that was one of the clearest bits of uh, legislation that's come out. So I found that out. Uh, so there you go, Eli. There's uh, there's some answers, some suggestions. That's the, the problem with parenting, though, is isn't it? Is you just have to try seven hundred different things to find out what the right thing is. Yeah, um, it's the last one. If we said that, this whole feature would be redundant. So let's not. Uh, uh, let's not make that public um, this has been Loose Dads from the Dad's Net. if you liked what you heard if you enjoyed it then tell us about it at the Loose Dads podcast Facebook group give us reviews on all the podcast providers subscribe tell your friends about it any of these things are absolutely free to do and don't believe the thing about having to pay for Facebook that's been going around for years and it's still not true so hey okay. um, so just make sure you tell everyone about how great this is and how handsome I am and <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all we can really ask for you so thank you very much sparky thanks boys thank you to jack cheers guys and thank you brad as well Aribadachi, you beauties and make sure you're listening next week when the podcast drops into your phone from wherever you get your podcasts
3: Loose dads a dad's net original podcast